Hello, everybody. Welcome to Synchronize. Uh, first one in a few weeks, and uh, but we are happy to be back to talk about some S&K stuff. Uh, I'm James, and joined here, of course, by Mr. Olaf Redland. How are you doing? Hanging in there. Doing all right. Doing Were you right. trying to pretend to be muted for a second there? No, 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 no. Okay, no. I, okay. I was trying to get the thing, but like the camera cuts off earlier, and I thought I was actually going to try to finish your arm and point at me. Oh, dang. Oh, yeah, like like that, something yeah, like that. Yeah. Close enough. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Some people are asked, "What are you wearing over here?" I am so. wearing a incredible, terrible uh, waifu shirt of just a collage of an artist's work. I can't remember the artist's name right now. I totally would plug them if uh, if I remember their name offhand. But um, yeah, it's got some great like Solvaria. It's got Iroha. On hell, boobs <laughs> everywhere. No big deal. <laughs> oh man! All right. So, oh, <laughs> people are saying your camera looks a little tilted there. So it looks like well, you're one of the. So Batman. I'm literally sitting sideways on a couch, and the laptop is on the arm of the couch. Ah, okay, okay, got I it. Might be able to like drag it a little. Maybe that's ah, so good. You just, you know, they said that they did that in the old Batman episodes. Because they wanted to represent that the bad guys were crooked, basically. And that's why they tilted the camera angles on all the bad guy views. So there you go. <laughs> exactly. Now you but just have to get the, lo- the long cigarette and go... <laughs> 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 um, so yeah, we've been gone for two weeks. Um, we've had some things happen. But, uh, but we're here. We're, we're all safe and healthy. And uh, we want to gush about some nerd stuff like we do. Absolutely. And uh, lots of different things. I mean, obviously, right when uh, we uh, had to cancel that previous episode, that was when Team Samurai came out. And I know that we haven't even gotten to like a little about them. Yeah, Um, I know you've actually managed to play them a little bit in some versus matches, right? Um. And I'm like, after my experience with them and messing around with them, I was really surprised to see how badly and what order Shaohai ranks them in. Oh. And, you know, like that, that's going to be the first authority you listen to on characters <laughs> or not, right? Is, you know, uh-huh. like I mean, a bunch of people have pretty similar opinions, but I was really, really surprised. Yeah, um, I remember looking at Shaohai's list. Uh, what was it that he had? I forgot. Is, uh, right now, it's Haomaru is the best of the three, but he's still like ratio five out of his. <laughs> you know, it's what it's Cronin is fifteen. You're not allowed to play him. Kula is eleven, and then it goes ten, nine, eight, seven, six down to like you know Billy and Ramon at two. Mm-hmm. Is he and still play? Yeah. Is he still playing by like what the the twelve points or thirteen points or something or? Um, I think it's actually, it, it's like 18, maybe oh, okay, 21. okay, okay, gotcha. But it's like gotcha. literally, like, if you want to play Cronin, you have to play Billy and Ramon. <laughs> like, that, like, that's where the regulation is. Um, oh, man. I think he puts Hal at, like, five points, and then Darley and Nako both at four. Oh, wow. Okay, like, okay. like, really, like, thinks they're all shit. And I'm, I'm partially inclined to agree. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll get to that in a minute. Um, but... One person did note that Xiaohai is one person who is willing to admit, too, that if this character is not something that fits my playstyle, not something I can really wrap my head around, I'm more likely to knock him down a few points. Like, apparently, mm-hmm. Xiaohai does not play zoners. 
So zoners are always going to be a little lower in his eyes just because that's not something he really vibes with. Uh, makes sense. Makes sense. And I mean, again, the, the ratio list that Xiao Hai puts also takes into account popularity of the character yeah. as well, right? So since okay, real the quick, on Noah's, no, oh, there it is. Yeah. Noah's point here, uh, Billy is a freebie coach. Steve, I believe, is doing a ratio tournament and actually put Billy as a free space. Oh my God! Just, just, uh, just, just parking. You know. Oh good, yeah. B- Billy is the just parking space of Monopoly. Oh my God. Yeah. Now, now his his original release also had Cronin at eleven and Kula at ten, which means you could play Kula, Billy, Cronin, and you still have a good team. Right. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, just make Cronin more expensive. It's fine. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, but I'd certainly rather see like Kula Yashiro Billy than yeah, than anything with Cronin at this point in time, right? So, but I mean, you know, in all fairness, you know, we've, we're on what eight months of me saying I never wanted him back to begin with. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look again, it, it's funny because like. That character, like, I, I mean, I, I knew when he was coming back and when he was revealed, I was actually surprised at how kind of, like, regular he was, you know? Like, I really thought he was going to be, like, a weirder character, but it's just, like, Fireball, yeah, DP, really Spin Kick. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, I just realized, no, it's been almost a year now. Because remember, he was in one of the betas, which means yeah, it's been a year right. since I was mm-hmm. pissed he came back. Yeah. The beta where he couldn't cancel his slide when it was uh, chained into, but now you can. So, <laughs> ooh, boy. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah, so Team Samurai right now. I mean, uh, obviously, Nako seemed like she was going to be really strong. It seems like the problem of them extending their hurt boxes early with Haomaru and Darley is particularly bad. Like, you know, Whip has the problem, but even Whip doesn't seem like it's this bad, right? No, because Whip has more range and a little more speed in in her moves, or at least has also, like, more trajectory on the hurt box. Like, you know, her sweep. Yeah, mm. it has an extended hurt box, but she's still going to go under a lot of things. So right. it's fine. Mm-hmm. Or they're anti-air, or they're jumping normals that are zoning and are bigger than any of the samurai buttons. Or the fact that she can reliably hit crouchers. Or the fact that mm-hmm. she can actually get jump-in combos without it being as strict as Samurai Showdown. Right. Like, it's it's pretty rough for those two. Um, now, I personally think Darlie is slightly better than Howe. But I also understand that How has a fucking DP, and that can go a long way. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> but um, I like really just reviewing the functions of the characters, of just like, okay, this is how their light confirms work. This is how these buttons work. I can never imagine a universe where you actually want to play How over Geese. Oh right, okay, yeah, I, it's. Like, it's it- it sounds like it's the same problem that KOF always has, right? Like, you know, one of the characters just gets deleted by the existence of other characters, right? Well, I mean, kind of. I mean, the thing is, like, you, it seems like Geese and Howe would be kind of an odd parallel. Because, mm-hmm. like, you lose the DP for the counters and everything. But the way a lot of their block strings work or their pokes and light confirms into whatever, they feel very similar. Like, they both have a very similar far 5B. And that's going to be mm, one of their poke and confirm yeah, buttons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. And the fact that Geese can finish a combo and it's good, and Howl has to basically burn meter for a good com- for an okay combo, 
or not burn meter for kind of a shit combo. Right. You're just like, talking about into the sake bottle or the EX sake bottle, right? Yeah. Because yeah, that's all he can do off of lights. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of ass. Yeah. His fireballs are fucking terrible. <laughs> Even with the fake, huh? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, not man. to mention, like, the, the fake is actually really finicky. Hmm. It's, it's, like, way more strict than it needs to be. Well, when I was testing it, I found out that you basically have to input the fake right at the start. Like, it has to be, like, fireball fake, fireball fake, fireball fake. And if you do it any later, it doesn't come out at all. Yeah, and that's, so. like, kind of really finicky. I rather, I honestly would rather the input was just down to forward both lights. Like, yeah. just kind of harder. Mm-hmm. Instead of just making it the, like, jankiest break ever. I still like the fact that it's a break input. That's cute. But... Um, yeah, just the fact that they can like totally eat shit from full screen because the hurt box appears before the hit box and lingers after and it's enormous. Yeah. And like, I really don't feel that in most cases, what you get for playing them outweighs almost anything. Right. Because I mean, even as far as like a Haomaru standing B is, what is it in comparison to, for example, I'm sorry, a stand, yeah, stand C what is that in comparison to a Yamazaki stand D, for example, right? Is it really significantly farther? About the same, I think. Okay. And Yamazaki <laughs> into it. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one thing I will say is at least like the, the big AC buttons, they are enormous. Yeah. And they're safe. Yeah. And they deal chip damage. So like, cool. If you can play kind of a zony game, like you're okay. But yeah, like... I, I, I think I talked about it on Twitter. Like I lumped the four weapon fighters into like their own categories. You got Whip, Oh, Darley, and Billy. Right. At least okay. clearly the worst. Whip is clearly the best. Okay. And the other two are okay. just somewhere in between. Interesting. And, and like I mean, Whip's pretty good, and a lot of people are starting to recognize she's pretty good. But she's not like a meta-defining character. Yeah. And right. if you're worse than that, right? You're that's have a bad time. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was thinking. So literally, Darley and Haomaru are in that range where they're actually not even as good as Whip is at this point. You feel like, yeah. Uh, oh uh, man, no, not by a long shot. Uh, Dar- Darley and Howard are both clearly worse than Whip, and it's really a pity. Um, they were scared. Right. They were scared to make them good. And you just have this funny feeling that at some point in time during the testing, they were probably destroying everybody. Like Stan Stan C with Haumar was probably just wrecking everybody's dreams and hopes and everything. We both felt like the the AC should have done more damage than it does. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you know, now after playing him like, oh it's safe, you know what, he can have it. That's fine. Mm -hmm. He doesn't need to do three hundred. It's just, it's only a super, you know? <laughs> and, you know, you'd be surprised how much you can actually get away with just throwing it out every so often. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, How's is 180, and then Darley's is, like, 220, I think, base. Yeah. Uh-huh. Fucking damage. And that's the one um, that, if it hits the first one, it, like, sucks them in to get hit by the rest, nice. right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, for the sure. Downside is, downside is, is that it doesn't catch, like, properly on anti-airs and stuff like mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And which um, is rough then, because everyone's going to be jumping all over the place because it's King of Fighters, right? So. Yeah, and especially with the fact that the same hurt box issue affects, like, House 2C, which is his anti-air button. <laughs> 
<laughs> so if they yeah. kick early, you just launch your hurt box into them, and then you just basically get uh, owned yeah. up. And then, like, uh, one of the big things about this is, you know, you figure in, you know, these characters have extended hurt boxes, so they're more likely to lose trade situations. All right, cool. What happens when they fight a character who consistently wins those situations already, like Yashiro? Mm-hmm. Yashiro has some big-ass buttons that, as us old folks call it, have really good priority. <laughs> and they just shit on a bunch of other characters on, like, you know, jumping air-to-air and stuff. Right. And you have a character who's natively bad at it, and a character who's natively great at it. Yeah, it's not a, it's not a, it's not a fun pairing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the hell Sam Show characters are supposed to do against like Yashiro because he's just gonna shit on him. He's yeah, gonna play I, his game, and you're gonna lose. I mean, again, it feels like at least for Haumaru and Darley that, like I said, when I first was messing with them, it really felt like that these characters need to be airborne a lot, like actually just jumping and zoning and and just kind of playing this weird kind of like how you were saying whip just neutral jump heavy, right? Is really good. Obviously, they don't have something of that caliber, you know, even of yeah, Whip's caliber. Do, yeah, it's basically they do a little bit worse of a button, but they do it at every jump. Right. So, mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, honestly, that's what it feels like that they're supposed to do is just kind of jump around a lot, which is really interesting. Yeah, you know? which then results in stuff like, oh, how's jump CD actually sucks against crouchers great right yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it has like like it looks like it hits really far diagonally down it looks great but it just like whiffs against them a lot yeah. for some reason no and, and like you said it's just they, they were scared because mm-hmm. i mean one of the characters i love joking about with this i and i just equate it back to them is dr strange in ultimate marvel 3 <laughs> yep mm-hmm. that character kind of ass He's yeah. got some cool things, like mostly you just let him come in and finish your combos. Fine. Right. Mm-hmm. You have to play him. He kind of ass. And he has some very glaring weaknesses, like he can't teleport behind you in the corner. The only other character with that restriction was Phoenix. Right. Uh-huh. We didn't want to let him actually play because he probably was way too good at one point in that right. whole nine months they had. For I the mean, game. He, he definitely had eight way air dash at one point in time, you know, and like, and they were probably scared. Of, like they were probably just like, no, with all the weapons that he has, eight way air dash teleport. He had two way air dash. Just at yeah. least give him forward and back. <laughs> Anything. But right. he had no no air mobility other than raw flight and his teleports that couldn't cross up in the corner. And if you notice, that's one of the things they fixed in MVCI, and yeah. he was a much better character mm-hmm. than he actually could mix. Yeah. Well, I mean, his flight was bad just because he had no mobility once he started flying, yeah. right? So Yeah, general rule in after Marvel 2. If you have flight without air dashes, it's not good. Right. Mm-hmm. His, like, in terms of characters, like, if you compare him with every other character who can fly and you pretended none of them could dash, his fly was okay. It was actually right. pretty good. But everyone else could fucking dash. So it was irrelevant. <laughs> yeah. And that was the thing that they were really scared. Uh, so, oh, dang, Slick Tricks is saying a lot of Smash characters have suffered that, that too scared to make them too good kind of situation. Well, I mean, because I mean, they have precedent. Mm-hmm. Like you look at some of the characters in Melee, and more importantly, you look at Meta Knight in Brawl, and and if you take Meta Knight out of the equation, Smash in uh, fucking Snake in Brawl, yeah, that character yeah. was a fucking problem, right. even without mm-hmm. Meta Knight. 
Yeah. So yeah, no, Smash games have to tread real lightly because it takes almost nothing to break a character. <laughs> because they also have to figure in the stuff like percentages and how far knockback is. Because people playing melee are like, I'm allowed to do this combo because he's under thirty percent, but right. if he gets over thirty percent, my whole combo changes. Right, right. I'm. Is it Steve in Smash Brothers right now? Like considered oh, yeah. the broken and, and character, universally fucking hated. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, kind of like how Bayonetta was at the end of the last Smash, right? So, but I mean, the thing is that at least Bayonetta and Smash Four was just like Bayonetta in the games. Just mash the dodge a lot; it'll work eventually, and then you win. Yeah, and had the, <laughs> and had the original voice. Oh, okay. Anyway, I am not entertaining that conversation right now. <laughs> oh man, I am, I am only going to say all voice actors should be paid fairly. I'm cutting the conversation from there. <laughs> fair, okay. Not, not entertaining any of that shit okay. right now. Fair, fair, fair. Oh, man. But, oh. yeah, I mean, uh, but what about Nako, right? Like, Nako obviously seemed really good, but it's just her range is just not good enough, huh? I'm still convinced she's good. Really? I am still convinced. I The, the best parallel I can think is, like, Viper in Marvel or Dalsim in Marvel 2, is that it's going to take a long time for people to actually open the character up for some specialist to strider doom the shit out of her and prove that she's actually fucking sick. Mm-hmm. But she does have shortcomings. She's not invincible. She's not fucking... She's not Kula 2. But yeah. I still am convinced that she has got just enough dirt in her to make herself a problem. Yeah. I mean, one of the things uh, that's always tricky about Nako to me is I feel like she's a very expensive character. Like, you know, a lot of her dirt is yeah. going to be EX cling, EX detach, which means you're going to be spending, you know, a whole bar for a mix. Oh, not necessarily. So only one or the other. I don't think you need, if you're planning on EX detaching, you don't necessarily need the EX cling. Okay. Okay. But EX Cling has its own set of utilities. Mm, so, but yeah, I don't. I don't think you necessarily have to run both. And even if you want to, one of the things I think is going to be a strength for Naka is actually raw max. Raw max, just just yeah. activated. So raw max, yeah. So basically, you can get maybe five or six EXs in the time frame. <laughs> right. So you can go really nuts with that. And again, you know, keep in mind that these characters still are only three weeks old at this point in time. Yeah. So there is on, a lot a to figure out. On a game that does not have the hugest player base in the world, both because it's KOF and now because matchmaking has lost players. Right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but I mean, the other thing, too, is that, you know, Nako, obviously, I mean, the one thing that I discovered quickly about KOF, you know, you you find all these awesome corner combos, you find all these cool pressure from crouching light kick and all that stuff. But the one thing that I found out quickly about KOF is that it's not that easy to get into those positions, right, to push people into the corner, to be right next to them for some crouching light kick mix ups. Like I was scared of the EX bird crossing up, but boy, that's hard to set up, you know? Well, I mean, because the EX bird cross up only works on point blank versus crouching. Yeah, because I even tested if you do it on their Oki, their like collision box while laying down is actually taller than that. So, (laughs) but you can't even corp pop them with it. Dang. Okay. Yeah. So. So. Okay. Now, correction. That might be character specific. Like there might be a short enough character, but like the average size character, you can't corp pop with. Right. 
And uh, what's interesting about that, though, is that, you know, while she does seem like she's got a lot of dirt with those close range mix ups, it's just going to be really hard to, 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 to actually get those off because it is hard to get next to somebody and, and kind of have that kind of. What was that? <laughs> yeah. Hello. Oh, OK. OK. We have a guest coming in and to say hi over here. Hello, hello, Hi. kitty, kitty. Hi. 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 I have Hi. a parade of puppies with me. Oh, 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 oh. A lot of puppies. There, are, there are three puppies in the room. Oh, dang. Okay. We have to, we have to introduce. Yeah, we, 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 have, let, we, we have to let our star to. come in first. Yeah. Okay. Here's our our star people. Our little oh, rock. Oh, look how puffy he is! Look how puffy he's so he is! Puffy. Oh, he's so puffy! He's so puffy! Oh my goodness. <laughs> Hi. Hello, my SNK family. Hi, Rock. Right no, no. Rock two. probably doesn't Where's recognize me anymore at I this point. So. Where's James? Where's James? Where's James? He's looking out the door. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't understand screens. Yeah, I know. It's oh. all good. Okay. And then we have my favorite little hero. This is Mac. Oh. This cool. is Mac. He is basically Lil Brother from Homestar. Yeah. So Mac has um, a few deformities from puppy mill inbreeding. Oh, this no. Is his, this is his messed up foot. Oh. He lost, he lost some of his hair, and but he is a sweetheart, and he's a little oh. adorable little priest. He's got a little bit of breathing problems and stuff. I take care of him very well when we're here. Like I washed and groomed all the dogs. <laughs> now, um, what breed? What breed is Max? Is it a similar breed to Rock? No, not at all. Um, Rock is the the shishu of the house. And again, until we get a DNA test for Rock, like uh -huh. I think he's a shichi. But um, Mac is a. Don't look at me. I'm bloody now. <laughs> at the heart of a champion. He's a cockapoo. Spaniel poodle. No, he's like a cockapoo. And then, then we have the big chonk. Come here. Where's my chonk? Under here. Oh, come here, my lodo. Come here, my lodo. Come here, my lodo. There I we go. Oh, a big snowball. Oh, oh. <laughs> this is this is the boy version of Ella. Oh my so, God! Hi. This is Milo. Come on, Lolo. Oh, say hi. Don't worry. Oh. Oh. Hi, Milo. Oh. <laughs> You're such a brat. Uh, this is uh, this is um this is Rock's new friend. Okay. All right. Hey, no playing right now. Too loud. Too loud. Hey, um, this is Rock's new best friend. They love playing oh with God. each other and stuff. Huh, Lolo? This is the dog who I dressed up as KK Slider last oh. year for Halloween. Nice. Here. Nice. Hi. Yeah, that seems appropriate. Hi, my Lolo. Hi. So big. So dude, big. I love the stubby legs, dude. The, like, just the chonk legs right there. He's, he's very chonky. His hair is grown out, so... I had a lot of grooming um, during this week with yeah. the dogs. I'll, I'll so. show off Jasmine. She's just been sleeping oh, over here. Yes. Hi, lazy girl. Yeah, she's Hi, just lazy sleeping. girl. I miss you. <laughs> all right, all puppies out. Go on. Go. Follow. Follow uh, my. All puppies. 
puppy I'll train, puppy, puppy train going out the door here. Oh, I'll go Milo. Milo's like, I want to stay. Oh, now like, he wants to stay, huh? <laughs> he just wants to do whatever you didn't want him to do, right? Basically. Pretty much. But these, these dogs are keeping us busy. Obviously, yeah. Uh, it, it's really good that, you know, Rock can hang out with his cousins. So that's, and um, Milo's never played with any dog before until Rock. Really? Like, doesn't even play with, Milo doesn't even play with uh, the, the, the other dog that was there? Mac, was, no. Mac, no, yeah, they okay. He's very Come gentle on. with Mac. Oh. Is he? He is being stubborn. Okay, all right, leave my, Milo in here then. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Why are you getting over possessive over Mike? Really? <laughs> oh. Do you want to stream? I think yeah. the dog wants to stream. What's he defensive about the room? He might be. I don't know. <laughs> he doesn't even care about that toy. He's like, all right, okay, think, so I, yeah, I guess. I just watched Rock do a drift turn. He can drift? Deja vu dog. So, okay, so you're going to stream with me then. All right, good lord, Milo. He's a spoiled brat. <laughs> oh, man. What a dog. Maybe he just well, doesn't like me. Himself. Maybe he sees me on the camera and just doesn't like me. Yeah, he wants Talk to give his... Talk about SNK. Talk about SNK. Go on. Go on. What do you think about Nakaruru? Would you rather prefer it if she was, uh, you know, had the wolf instead of the bird? He's, He's thinking, thinking yeah. <laughs> yep, okay, so there oh, you go. So no, he's not a fan of the bird. Okay. Yeah, and, definitely doesn't right, like you, Nak. You can talk a little more and then you're out of here, buddy. Definitely doesn't like Mama Haha. Ha. So, uh, no, do you think they should buff Haomaru, Darley, and Nakaruru in the game? Yeah. No, pretty much. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I agree. I agree. I think that they should probably, they were a little too scared. Uh, a little they, too much. Yeah, huh, I think they probably could have buffed him a little bit, right? So good, we're yeah. Darley fans, right? Yeah, yes. is Darley your favorite? Yes, Darley, you like Darley? Yes. Is Darley your favorite of the three characters? Answer him. Do you prefer Darley? Uh, uh. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I think I think Olaf agrees with that one for sure. I mean, might have been a little too risque of a comment here for the stream, but you know. Uh, I mean, you know what? Our dogs have opinions. They are yeah, culture. Yeah, they are good dogs. Sure, for sure. So, all right. Do you have any? Do you have any future DLC um, um, you, thoughts on, on on the next teams? Oh, oh, okay, okay. So, so you he's want, got so opinions you want, on good. DLC. Okay, good, good. All right, cool, 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 cool. cool. I do too. I see, do too. Yeah, see, yeah. Oda. Do you see how how much he wants Team <laughs> USA to show up? You see how passionate he got about Team Is USA? USA. Is that USA? Yeah. Turn around, turn around, so I see your face. All right. Was that for Team USA? Yeah. USA? You want Team USA, right? Look at how dead serious he is about this. <laughs> He's like, I said my piece about He's Team like, USA. I said, what I said. I said my now? piece. Oh okay, my God. So USA. 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 
USA, USA. He's USA nodding. Team. He's definitely Confirm. nodding right now. USA team, you want them confirmed. Tell Oda. <laughs> tell, tell him you mean it. He means it. All right, he's done. He's mad. He's done. He's mad. <laughs> Did you hear yeah. how it like increased in like volume? He was like, ah, So he was like, USA, our, our USA. Dogs, <laughs> our dogs are passionate about the games they play. <laughs> oh my god oh my god all right thank you well thank you milo for uh you know being uh having sharing his opinions on you know thoughts about nako and and and, and dlc so you know really he is, he is he's glad he could be part of the stream and um he hopes like his thoughts you know on it get heard that's the most <laughs> important thing so i mean rob's already got his favorite character in the game so that doesn't matter right. but um <laughs> yeah. i assume mac doesn't have any opinion he just he likes all characters right so uh, Mac just enjoys the game and has fun with his friends. He is a very casual gamer. There he likes go, to watch. He's a spectator. <laughs> he is a spectator. Unlike Milo here is serious about his shit and rock. You, and you very, rock very so. opinionated Milo is as well. So <laughs> he, He's passionate about the things he loves. He really oh, is. my God. Not baby. <laughs> All right, get him, get him away from Milo. Milo's, Milo's all heated about the conversation. So I know, right? He's just thinking okay, about... Let's get, our puppies, let's get the puppies out of here so we can get back to schedule programming. <laughs> yeah, is it time for a break? Can we, can oh, we do you want to do a break real quick? Yeah, let's do a break real quick. Okay, we'll do a break, get the dogs out of there. You know, Milo's still, you could see it on Milo's his face. Milo's not leaving the streaming room. He's you so can see it on his face. He really wants that team. I, I really, someone, I really hope you clip that, please, somebody. I, <laughs> oh, trust me, I'm clipping that out, so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right, all right, we'll be right back, guys, uh, with some more Team Samurai thoughts and other stuff. <laughs> Thank you for stopping by, Kitty. Uh, oh man jeez <laughs> all right everybody welcome back to more synchronize after uh the, the pointed wait what but thank you oh <laughs> no i'm back oh yeah yeah, yeah. what did i i said we're back right i thought you said welcome back Oh, okay. Well, well, there you go. Welcome back. There you go. Back. <laughs> uh, but we definitely got some pointed opinions uh, from Milo. So we'll definitely, uh, yeah. So again, apologize to everybody out there. He was definitely a little uh, adamant about some of the things that he said. Well, I mean, his language is always a little rough around the edges. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Okay. Anyways, let's go. Let's, uh, uh, any other thoughts about Nako and, and Darlie and, um, and, and how? Yeah, it's, um, like she's got some pretty good pokes and pretty good normal. She's got a lot of like safe options, but she's got a lot of the uh, same problem that kind of Darlie does where, oh, you made a mistake. Time to die. Mm. Uh, she, she can get F really quick. She, uh, also is kind of stubby. Same with, like, how is really stubby outside of his big sword normals? And you're really limited on some of your options. She can do stuff, but I don't know. I Again, I'm just convinced that she's actually pretty good, but probably not much higher tier than where people put, like, geese. 
Yeah. I mean, one of the things that I'm always scared about is Nako's going to do all these bird cleaning shenanigans and Cronin is just going to delete that because his DP stays in place and hits above his head, you know? So that is true, but a lot of people have found that, like, she might have the most safe jumps, like, safe jump setups right, of the entire that's team. Right, that's right. So yeah. that gives her kind of some extra, extra juice. Okay. Um, yeah, like I said, I really feel that she's a specialist character, and once she really gets unlocked, she's going to be a really good-ass character. Okay. Um, okay. The biggest thing is, though, is that I, I don't know what slot she wants to be in, because I agree with you. She does seem a little meter-hungry. Yeah, I don't think she can be point. Like, I don't think she can be a point character, right? Like, I feel like she's either got to be mid or anchor. But again, as a mid character, it's scary because she might steal all the meter away from a character like Cronin, right? Because sometimes you just like sitting with Cronin with five bars. So, <laughs> you know, because yeah, that's I mean, just... I mean, Cronin's an exception to a bunch yeah. of rules, though. Like, he builds his own meter way better than he has any right to. And it's so crazy because it's like, when you talk about tiers and balances and all that stuff like that, it's almost like you can't really, you just got to remove Cronin from the conversation because he's such a unique position where it's clear. Like, like I've said, if you don't have Cronin on your team and you're trying to win, you're wrong, right? Like you're just, you're wrong. Like it doesn't matter, you know? Uh, character obviously is too strong and and again we still have no word on any potential balance patches coming out anytime soon right so which really really hurts yeah i, I mean to be fair I, I think it's cool maybe just to let the samurai showdown team you know stew a little bit but you know at this point I mean, yeah if they've got a balance patch like kind of on deck and they're waiting for a month of samurai to be out or something like all right cool you know, let, let them simmer and then rebalance from there. Right. You know, um, once the whole public accepts that they're not very good, give them some buffs, whatever. But, I mean, Cronin is, like, old school top tier. He is so insurmountable to so much of the cast. He does everything. And, again, you know, Zhao Hai jokingly puts him as a 15-point character. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, he's actually, like, he is, like, Gato levels of dumb. Like, 11 Gato. Right. I mean, honestly, with all the recent fighting games, you know, like even a character like when Seth first dropped in five and even with how good Luke is in five, like they're still like modern times best character in the game. Do you really feel like Cronin is like the most old school, like busted character in the game right now? I think he is at the very least, he is the closest to an old school top tier character that we've seen in a 2D fighting game in uh, like 20 years. Dang, okay, okay, gotcha. Like, <sighs> like, the thing is, any character who was anywhere near this clearly the best character in the game kind of thing also took, like, months or years to develop. Like, Street Fighter Four Seth took a long time to be a real problem right. app here. Well, I, I was talking more about Street Fighter Five Seth when, when he first dropped. Well, I know. So, I, yeah. I was just kind of saying, oh, okay, like, for okay. characters that are, like, pretty fucking dumb, yeah. you know, it took a while for four Seth to become kind of fucking dumb and progressively got nerfed in every single game. <laughs> right. But it's not like, you know, we had Street Fighter Four Home Edition for a week and we're like, oh, this character is really good. Yeah. Nobody said that. Yeah. They were I, like, oh, he's got a lot of cool tools, but if I screw up once, I die because he has Seth health. Yeah. 
I mean, Casuela, Casuela mentions happy chaos and strive. And while I agree that happy chaos is pretty strong, happy chaos is also one of the hardest characters to use in that game, I still think, as well. So, And I, and I actually don't think he's quite as overbearing as Cronin, but right. Cronin is offset by being in a team game. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So again, if KOF wasn't a team game, you would see a lot less Cronins because people just won't want to play him. But again, in a team game, it just, you can play your two favorite characters and Cronin at the end who can make up for any deficiencies you have. So I mean, I think it's probably the biggest reason why it's less terrible that we don't have a balance patch because as you, know, you know actually what he is? He's like A.E. Yun. That's where he is. It's like it's very clear that you either need to be playing A.E. Yoon or someone that counters him. You know, like, you can play Yang, you can play Fei Long, or you play Viper or Zangief, and great, that's the whole playable cast. <laughs> yeah. Um, if KOF were 1v1, it would literally be, like, Kula, Cronin, Ashiro, Janae. And then and Janae would basically be the specialist. They'd be mm-hmm. like, you know, I actually want to play the game rather than letting the game play for me. Yeah. yeah. And then... That's- and then if, because it's a team game and there are some people who just want to win, rightfully so, they definitely have the Kula, Yashiro, Cronin team. <laughs> it's just yeah, like... Or, or Kula, uh, Janae, Cronin. Yeah. yeah like, I mean, how you do it. I, I really did like the, the, not tier list, but the list that Wowdy put out recently, you know, where he was just saying, like, which characters need to be nerfed and which characters need to be buffed and stuff, you know. And yeah. that list and like made a lot of sense. little of the rogue characters are like, you know, just, yeah, give them, give them a feather touch, whatever. Yeah. In either uh-huh. direction, it's fine. Mm-hmm. They're kind of good as they are. And yeah. who needs the most help and who needs the most deletion kind of thing. Yeah, but I know like you and I have had that conversation about is it the matchmaking or is it Cronin that feels like it's almost kind of done more damage to the game, you know, and uh, it's really difficult to say. But I mean, right now, from a casual standpoint, so I think the matchmaking hurt the casuals and I think Cronin's hurting the pros. I think that's kind of the best way to to describe it, uh, honestly. That's a a really strong point. Yeah. Yeah. Because especially, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the words out of your mouth on this one. Is one of the big problems with the matchmaking is it makes it much harder to stream this game. (laughs) If you can't stream this game, you can't build bigger audience. You can't keep the you know the lifeblood going. You can't have people continually invested in it. Because, I mean. I am one of many people who is proof of you really have, it's really hard to build a streaming audience on training mode. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I wanted, like I would be playing KOF ranked on stream if I could play more than four people. With Here's where I put my rank mode. If I had one. Right, exactly. And you know, I mean, it was even like, it wasn't even just that the matchmaking was matching me with the same people, but I would wait like 10 minutes, 15 minutes between. And one of the worst things about it is now, like, let's just say I was like, you know what? I don't care if I fight the same people. You're not going to run into anybody because nobody's playing ranked anymore. Like literally nobody is playing ranked. And, and so and one of the same things that hurt Samurai Showdown. Mm-hmm. And both of those games are getting updated beginning of next year. I wonder why. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the the cool thing, though, is that, you know, KOF 15, I feel like, has enough people that are just like, I want to play this game, that if they were like, here's the fix, I think that will bring a, a decent audience back. But, yeah. you know... Well, backtracking to other elements, too, I don't want to put 
words in other people's mouths, per se, you know, because they may be working on the future DLC characters, but mm-hmm. if you have enough people working on the matchmaking and updating the netcode and this, that, and the crossplay, what is the art department team doing right now? <laughs> well, what they could be doing is making alternate costumes that we can buy, which can then help fund improved matchmaking. <laughs> Yeah. Admittedly, yeah. I could very much be talking out of my ass. Right. But please let me buy costumes, shut up and take my money, and let <laughs> me help invest in future expansions and more gameplay of this game. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, it, it's... Again, we don't know how small the team is. I'm sure it's significantly smaller than we would like it to be. But at the same time, there's just there's something weirdly going on. And, and yeah, Slick Trick says, I unfortunately think a lot of casuals have moved on to other games. And, you know, and now that the Street Fighter Six beta has come and gone and everybody's just kind of tripping over themselves about that beta. You know, what I mean, it's like it is a little bit scary time right now. Uh, for not just KOF, for a lot of fighting games, to be honest with you. Because, like, I mean, let's face it, where the hell did DNF Duel go, right? Like, DNF Duel just kind of, like, vanished off the face of the planet. And I really like that game, too, so... I mean, DNF Duel, I think, is one of those games that runs into the problem that the people who paid to make that game happen weren't in it for any sort of long haul. (laughs) Right. Because they're, you know, basically they're the kind of company that's going to do like a mobile game or something. So they either one and done kick it out the door like it's a Super Nintendo game, or they nickel and dime you for all eternity. Mm-hmm. They're still rare. Yeah. And so they went with the kick it out the door like it's on a cartridge. Yeah. I mean, it's it's interesting because even Yipes is still running can opener stuff because he really enjoys the game DNF Duel, you know, and stuff. I mean, but, you know, what about like, like, KOF 15 how many weeklies do we have for for you know uh this game here because the, the net code is great like if you want to play against people that you know it's it's not like sam show in which the lobbies just literally didn't work right we can... I, I i don't think and especially with the fact that the most recent patch even upgraded the net code further mm-hmm, with okay. the, uh, the input delay settings that's right that's right yeah so, I have never encountered an unplayable match with someone I know. And we're talking, like, I play for Elysimo regularly. Who is in, in Greece. Europe. Right. Yeah, in Greece. <laughs> the one time I've had an unplayable match, it's because I was at a place with unplayable internet. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I remember that one. So. Yeah, I'm still mad about that. Yeah. And, and I assume most of my opponents were too, and they have every right to be. Right. Um, but that's not the netcode's fault. But, you know, like, at a place with reasonable or good internet, I'm playing people around the world consistently, and the biggest problem is personal skill level. Right. Fucking and so that's my question i mean for even for people in the chat as well do we know like are there like what are the weekly tournaments is icfc still running kof at this point or i don't know if it is um tong never sleeps uh they run it at least by bi-weekly at the very least i think it's still weekly okay um we've got um, Reiki Kito is running his, I think, or weekly or bi-weekly, which I think is in NorCal centralized, but it's an okay. online league. 
Um, because he worked when they were running Ronin Rumble and he took mm, over a lot of that. Like, that's and, right. And that's right. Now building a new KOF one. Right. Um, there's at least one in like the New York region that, besides like if NLBC runs it, because I don't know for sure if they have it at the side event or not. If, I mean, I don't, because I don't know, because that doesn't happen online <laughs> anymore. Yeah. And um, I mean, the, and, and honestly, like, especially with all the SK fans we have in the chat, like, I don't see anyone saying anything. So, you know, I'm assuming that most people are also unaware of any of the weekly online events or anything like that going on with KOF 15. And, uh, it's, 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 uh, it's rough, man, because I mean, there's definitely a lot of love put into this game, right? There's definitely, uh, Oh, bum actually runs KOF every once in a while. Okay. 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 Makes sense. Yeah, but again, it seems like that there really isn't also a lot of, you know, push for weeklies and, and online tournaments for this game either, despite the fact that the net code is good. And it's just one of those things that there's just not a lot of people out there running it or word of mouth is not going. Or is it just because, you know, the casual interest in the game has definitely waned a lot just from kind of the, you know, lack of. Because, uh, I mean, DNF Duel, one of the reasons why that game kind of lost a lot of support is because we don't know if there's any updates. And, you know, Swift Master was kind of annoying, right? So, uh, very annoying? <laughs> is that what? Bullshit? Yeah, okay, bullshit. But, yeah. you know, <laughs> but yeah, KOF 15, you know, I, I, like I said, Cronin probably hurt a lot of the pros playing. But then, you know, from the casual point of view, because no pros are streaming it, like I said, I've tried to raid KOF players all the time. And when I jump into Twitch, you just don't see. I mean, I managed to raid Coach Steve yesterday, but I think he was just doing training mode stuff as well, you know. I mean, and the fact is, though, is I do think there's an element of, you know, we're, we're in the post-COVID world. We don't have the same local weeklies that we did at one time. Right. And we don't have the same, you know, community togetherness to see this stuff. We don't have as many people trying to see it through. And, I mean, as you've talked about, you know, the when you retweeted and talked about it, the third place. We don't have a third place right now for mm-hmm. a lot of people in a lot of regions. And, yeah. you know, sometimes our FGC weeklies, like Wednesday Night Fights, does that. And, you know, the esports arena that the last Wednesday Night Fights were done at doesn't exist anymore. <sighs> yeah. Really doesn't. And, you know, and and, and the crazy thing is, you know, you talk to people like Vi and people who ran those things. It's actually kind of almost not worth it for them to run stuff like that anymore because it was a lot of work. Like people don't even like when you go to an event like a Wednesday Night Fights or a local and stuff like that and you play till 1 a.m. and you're like, cool, sick, we're done and out of here and everything like that. You don't realize that everybody else who runs the event are still there till like 3 a.m. cleaning and up. And you, at least half of them have full-time jobs they have to wake up for. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, it, it is tough and like if you yeah, can do similar way, this is in southern california where fuck you it's an hour to get anywhere <laughs> yeah we always used to tell the stories of a paradigm paradigm right i mean like even without traffic he was driving two hours to get to the run back and then two hours to go home afterwards not even the worst one i knew really who drove i mean it's like uh, some people are coming from san diego right so 
There's San Diego and Apple Valley. Oh yeah, and actually, yeah. you uh, should you should know who that is. Uh, but I'm not I'm not gonna like tell people where he lived. Like, right. <laughs> um, but yeah, and that was like still like I think three hours no traffic, maybe Whew. more. Yeah. But that's that's the how much the allure was to go to those events. But again, it's just like you said, the pandemic really kind of just shook that whole you know sorry paradigm up you know and like we're it shook our structures loose. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Sirius says that they're that they're not going to Yumacon and Unicon Yumacon's not having a KOF fifteen tournament. Ugh. That's rough. Watch them still have like a jump force tournament though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And actually Casuela brings this up actually uh, about the regional bouts. Do you want to talk about the regional bouts? You know, oh kind boy, of... the regional bouts. <laughs> oh um, man. Well, I'm going to open this up with, okay. We, we all know how I feel about SMK. You know, I love those guys. Uh-huh. They do not have the best fucking track record when it comes to worldwide events. Okay. They don't. Right. And so as, as a way to, I feel, mitigate that, I think this is, at its core, a smarter idea. They're not doing it as a worldwide event inherently, or world tour event. They're doing them regionally. So they have picked out, like, different countries or sub-regions and saying, you're part of this region. And so that whole region is competing for, you know, the top player in North America, the top player in South America, et cetera, right. et cetera, et cetera. And there's a lot of good that comes from that. You know, it works out for a lot of, like, ensuring the netcode works, this, that, and the other. However, there are some uh, really odd choices and some really disconcerting choices. Okay. Uh, So if you actually check the rules, first and foremost, look at that one right there above that. Oops, sorry, sorry. Okay, yeah, just go, go back. Southeast Asia is on Steam. Brazil is on Steam. Middle East, Steam. Latin America, Steam. North America, PS4 and PS5. What the heck? Europe, Steam. East Asia, PS4, PS5. What the heck? Now, the East Asia one might be because PC gaming is not as important in Japan as it is in other regions. So, you know, I can stomach that. But if y'all are trying to tell me that PS4, PS5 has a larger player base in North America, I'm probably going to say bullshit. Did Sony maybe help with this decision? Maybe. I don't know. But without us having crossplay yet, running this event and telling North America it's restricted to PlayStation kind of fucking sucks. Yeah, because, I mean, obviously we still have the, the input lag issues on playstation right so this is well, that uh, and i mean isn't there still a tiny bit of jank connecting like a, a vanilla ps4 to a ps5 right that's right that's right, that's right. Offsets there. but let's move on and let's let's see what else is wrong the uh countries or regions in each region some oh, of them yeah. are um disappointing is how i think i'll just i'll, I'll say disappointing that's okay. what we'll go with um, it's not on screen right now. Oh, which one? What are you? Lo- what am I looking for? So we got North America. Oh, it's I US, see. Okay. Dominican Republic, Puerto Rico, the Bahamas, Canada, Mexico. Yeah, all right, sure. Brazil is Brazil. You know what? It's a big fucking place. All right, cool. Latin America, Argentina, 
Bolivia, Chile, Colombia, Ecuador, Paraguay, uh, Peru, Uruguay, Costa Rica, and Panama. All right, cool. I mean, well, Casuela in the chat says this is weird because Costa Rica and Panama are kind of a little bit closer to like Puerto Rico and Dominican Republic and stuff, right? Like, yeah, um, my geography sucks, so I might be wrong. I'm, but I'm wondering if there might be like a network infrastructure reason. Or if it might be that I don't fucking know. Right. Mm -hmm. But Europe is a big fucking page. Let's point out, though, that Morocco and Turkey are there. Brianel is uh, not terribly happy that he's on the Europe page, but he's okay. Right. Check out the Middle East, though. Mm -hmm. Saudi Arabia, UAE, Kuwait, Qatar, Bahrain, Jordan, and Iraq. Note the lack of Pakistan. Oh, what? You're right. So is Pakistan not allowed to enter? Seems that way. Pakistan doesn't have a rep... Oh, okay. Pakistan has players. We know that. Oh, yeah. For sure we know that. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. So first and foremost, this is really kind of rough because that means that, you know, Pakistan's players apparently get to take part. And, uh, I mean, I'm wondering if this is more political than it is, I don't know, but that is a very disappointing thing to see. And I don't know, I'm not going to sit here and speculate any further than the words that have come out of my mouth, but (laughs) knowing that Pakistan is not involved is, uh, I think, uh, not the best choice. That's pretty rough for a lot of players. Yeah, because this is region means the following locations will be eligible, which is the assumption. And again, you know, it would be nice to have an ultra David here, you know, to kind of talk about this. But the language of this makes it sound like that if you do not live in any of these countries, you are not allowed to participate, basically. If you don't uh, live in any of those regions. Right. Because, you, know, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I think the verbiage there is pretty clever because also that way you can have, you know, PR in there because PR is not a state, but it's not. It, is it its own country because it's still a territory of the U.S.? But yeah, it's still a territory. It, so yeah, so that so saying it's a region. All right, cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and, and then of yeah, course, exactly. Pakistan is South Asia, and SNK ignores that region kind of completely. Yeah, mm. and a lot of fighting game devs do. Yeah, a lot of game devs do. I mean, it's interesting because Southeast Asia, right here, you know, they got Malaysia, Singapore, Thailand, and Vietnam. But that's it, right? They don't yeah. have, yeah. And then, of course, yeah. East Asia is just Japan, Korea, Hong Kong, Macau, Taiwan. So, yeah. I mean, it's, it's not like because the thing is, like, it's not like you're going to have a region that says, you know, oh, Afghanistan and Pakistan can play, and then like just end the conversation there. So, I mean, you you either have to create a alternate Asia or you do the Middle East because also like. Uh, I guess Russia doesn't play fighting games. Yeah, I was about to say I don't see Russia here at all. Uh, I don't see Russia here. So, uh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, this could just be a thing where they'll add countries to the list as they go along, you know, but this is just their initial list and hopefully maybe some people will, I mean, who knows, you know, Russia may have been cut for other reasons. Correct. Mm -hmm, You know, mm -hmm. but who knows? I mean, even if that was, if that's on the list of reasons and it really sucks seeing again, civilians getting punished for government action mm-hmm. that's its own fucking can of worms that i'm not opening <laughs> but 
Yeah, so there are some shortcomings to this, but I think at its core, it's got some good ideas, and I so, think that cutting it into these regions might open up um, a bit more freedom for some of how they're run better, maybe interesting or regional commentary spots. Now there could for, be a billion more things. For this regional bouts thing, this is official SNK run tournaments, like CPT yeah. stuff, right? It's not yeah. World Warrior, right? This is this is a uh, like this is SNK run. Okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha. I do like the name regional bouts because if you take off Gion, then you get real bouts. I think that's kind of neat, but you know. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna let you have that. <laughs> Because they're real life real bouts. Yeah, exactly. Uh huh. Oh, um, yeah, and I mean, obviously, follow SMK's Twitter because they're going to be talking about this as well as just you know other tournaments that they're helping support with their esports program. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so oh, yeah, they have I really, I really hope this thing goes well. But I also really hope they adjust fire on a few things to make sure that more regions get to play and play where they feel they should be playing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Again, you know, one of the things about it is, though, is that, you know, we are spoiled a little bit by events like TWT, like uh, CPT, because they've been around for a long time and so they can cover a lot more. You know, obviously, these guys are kind of new to everything and they're trying to make everything oh. work, so... But, but they're kind of not. I mean, unless they've fired everyone and rehired a new team because they've done world events multiple times. They reinvent the wheel every single time. Yeah, but remember, as you mentioned, those events haven't been necessarily like the most well, you know, like fleshed yeah. out kind of thing. So yeah, I mean, maybe they just need to hire an esports director from another company that has experience, someone who's worked with it, or even yeah. someone from like, uh, you know, something like Red Bull Esports or something, someone who's seen all sides of it. Right. You know, bring just... someone with, you know, global experience to help run these things, just like they did with the net code. <laughs> Bring in a Tenno or, you know, any of those companies out there, Something. right? So, yeah, yeah. It's it's difficult because, I mean, it's it's another one of those things that, you know, like you feel like, oh, this shouldn't be that difficult to do. Well, it's, it's fucking hard. Yeah. But, <laughs> but it also seems to me that if you have enough troubles enough times that you can ask for help. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, like if if I fucking if I like try to work on my car and I screw up five times, I'm gonna finally talk to a mechanic. <laughs> if I run a world tour that's badly received three or four times, I'm gonna ask someone with international esports experience. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> and and I, I don't know. Maybe you know. Maybe there's other reasons. There's other factors at play. Maybe they have talked to people. I don't know, but. Yeah. Again, uh, to me, it just feels like all of it falls under the same thing that we've been talking about with balance patch and costumes and everything. Is I feel like their team is just probably so small, right? That it's really. Well, I mean, in all fairness, this would be a different department, though. And right, right. But I'm thinking, saying that department is probably small too, and their budget's probably just not quite the same as you know a lot of other groups to be able to hire a Tenno, you know, because that's going to be. Expensive expensive as well so yeah but i mean i don't know it's one of those things like sometimes it's better to run something small well than to run something big badly yeah no for sure because you want to build that reputation 
the reputation is very, very important. And as, as long as you run it well and it continues to improve, people see that. Like starting from the bottom and improving the entire way makes people realize that you're trying and it's improving. And so they have the encouragement to, to be able to, you know, realize that, uh, you know, things can get better as time goes on, right? So I mean, that's that's always, like I said, that's my concern because it seems like they try to reinvent the wheel every year. Every year they run at like an international tournament event, league, series, whatever, it's something completely different. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Fucking shout outs to letting people run KOF 98 as part of the international league. <laughs> cool. But, you know, I mean, I guess maybe focusing only on the newest game and putting a spotlight on it has value. I totally think it does. But then when you take out regions that are playing the game, because they can with great net code. Yeah. And especially with as much, uh, clout no publicity as someone like arslan ash right i mean arslan ash is a big big name in fighting games right now and whenever he's when he was traveling the u.s and playing kof at all the events like dreamhack and evo and stuff you know people were following him and people wanted to know how arslan ash was doing so yeah i mean because also i mean it's not only the fact that he's a very strong player and he's you know done well in games and everything but people love seeing crossover yeah look how many people came over to to you know our fighting games when leffen came over right and look at, like, what a different like audience and different spotlight that presented watching someone go from tech into kof in their eyes you know must have actually been a hell of a show yeah i mean dude like the amount of smash fans who like strive because of leffen <laughs> It's quite a bit, you know, because he's always talking about Strive, you know, because he's invested in it. And you know someone like Arslan Ash is absolutely invested in KOF, so. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, because technically I think he was still a KOF player first. Yeah, it could be. I mean, again. I think he was. Okay, okay. Because he kind of grew up on O2 and then picked up Tekken. Yeah, because Pakistan is definitely a KOF slash Tekken country. So, you know, you could definitely grow up on either one of them and just kind of get sucked into the other one by the fact that the community plays both games. So. Yeah. I mean, I, fascinating. I, I, I can't even imagine what it would be like to live there and and have that experience of geese getting added to Tekken. Like, I know how <laughs> I felt about it. Oh, man. I'll still um, never forgive some of the audience who was there for Tekken. They're like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> I got fucking hype. Hey, at least, at least it wasn't, at least it wasn't, who is this buff adult Pokemon trainer being added to Smash? So, you know. The thing is, is that like, I'm, I'm past that because there's just so much about some of the those small insular Nintendo communities mm -hmm. that forget other games exist. Yeah, no, for sure. That I'm just I don't even notice it anymore. <laughs> it, it, I, I, I don't think they can actually sink any lower is what it comes down to. Damn. Okay. Okay. I see. Oh man. I'll still. I mean, because conversely, I will always love Sakurai for basically his. All right, motherfuckers, listen up. <laughs> he gave a half-hour presentation on why SNK is awesome. Like, yeah, and he was just right. basically, like, gushing the whole time, dude. Yeah, so. and he's like, literally, Smash wouldn't exist if not for Fatal Fury and KOF. Like, fuck 
yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, but uh, uh, let's see what happens. I mean, hopefully, hopefully they can uh, uh, start adding some of those other countries in there and such. But, you yeah. know. Uh, I mean, obviously, I'm not wishing bad upon anyone. Right. We want but, this thing to go well. We do want this thing to go well. So. And making, making some of those adjustments uh, probably wouldn't hurt. But I'm also going to say probably wouldn't hurt because I don't know what's going on in right. the Exactly. There could be behind the scenes stuff that we're not aware of, you know, absolutely. And that's the case for a lot of things, right? It always, the, the world always seems like it's easier to do the things that you think is easy to do than it actually is, you know? It I mean, always feels like. Easier said than done exists for a reason. <laughs> yep. Oh, man. Well, uh, do you want to move on to some other stuff? Talk about some figures and things like that? Merchandise. Merchandise, of course. One of our favorite things to talk about here. Like stuff. Um, actually, can you open up the, the my tweets? First? Oh, okay. Okay. Hang on one yeah, second. Yeah, we'll do that one first. I'm trying to set um, this because up. Because as, as you, if you follow me on Twitter, you may have seen that I finally got my Blue Mary doll. Which, uh, well, Where did you send it, it to me on... On Discord. Oh, in, on in Discord. Our chat. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. There we go, That's there we go. Okay, okay, okay. Um, so, you know, obviously, it's it's an item that includes Blue Mary, so I want it. Uh, so <laughs> I got it. Here's um, your box opening. Yay! Which is currently right next to me, but uh, I actually don't feel like opening up the whole thing and dolling it up and everything. But the box is really cool. And so that's the other promotional images and stuff like that. And I finally unboxed her the other day. And uh, I was pleasantly surprised. But also, this thing's kind of, this thing's kind of fucking expensive, <laughs> first and foremost. <laughs> this uh, is brand new, right? This is not even oh, a, this is not even a, 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 like an eBay find kind of thing. Like this is. No, this released this year. Yeah. I, okay, we we okay. pre-ordered it a year ago. Okay. Okay. Um, so this is one of those, like, it's got, like, the creepy real doll technology where she has, like, actual skin and, like, a layer of, I mean, honestly, like I said, she she feels like a Stretch Armstrong with a skeleton. Oh, weird. So she's, so got, like, a, she's got a skeleton underneath that helps articulate and everything, but under uh, over that is, like, a vinyl and some sort of, like, gel or something, so she has, like skin that moves and when you bend the arm it just moves the skin around it rather than having <laughs> um and so she kind of squid yeah she's like a fucking terminator like with the, the exoskeleton you know like that whole thing where he rips his hand off and shows the metal skeleton underneath I right gotcha gotcha this base um, is cool though i like the base really here. cool and then that um the stick on the left side for the stand is actually one like it feels like one of those really old um, cables on a payphone. So it's like coiled metal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dirty and bendable. Dude. And it screws into the base plate. Dude, I wonder how many people know what that feels like, dude. <laughs> old payphone uh, coils, you know? <laughs> um, but you knew exactly what I meant. No, I um, knew exactly what you meant when you said that. So, um, And that <sighs> screws into the base. And then the fucking jacket. It comes in its own Ziploc, folded up neatly in there. The jacket is zipped up. And the ja like this is a real like zipper. Yes. This is a real zipper, right? So 
So this thing is really fucking wild to me. Like, there's there's a lot of detail I wasn't expecting. And I like the fact the jacket comes by default not on, so it's up to you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, the paint on her pants is actually gold, so it's really shiny. And I have mixed opinions on that. It's kind of weird, but whatever. Um, but everything you see other than her gloves and the boots is fabric. I didn't think that even the top was fabric, but it is. Dang, okay, okay. Oh, and then, then she comes with the two head sculpts. Right. This one, which so was... The default one, which I was pleasantly surprised with. The photos didn't make it seem like the best thing in the world, but I was actually content with it when I got it. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I, I know I like the other one. The other one looked good in the photos. And then when I got it, I was like, fuck, it's gorgeous. Dude, the, the, the alternate head looks amazing, dude. <laughs> it almost looks yeah. like they're made by two separate companies, you know? A little bit. But, yeah, the production photos don't do either of them justice. Fuck, even my photos I don't think do. They look way better in person than, I than like, what I thought I was buying. Right. Like, I already wanted the second head, and now I'm like, fuck, this is, like, perfect. It's gorgeous. <laughs> do the eyes follow you at night? <laughs> I don't know. Oh man, but yeah. So you haven't actually like uh, pulled, you, you put you probably just put it right back in the box afterwards, right? So, yeah, yeah, I haven't swapped the hands. I haven't swapped the head. I haven't done anything too wild with the posing because uh, you know I'm just not gonna have her up on display anywhere just right. yet. So. Exactly, exactly. So, nice, but I was pleasantly nice. surprised. Um, I was really happy with her overall. Um, but- I mean, it's just cool because, you know, still continuing to own the majority of all the uh, Blue Mary stuff. And now now you're just waiting for the, the statue with the Anton dog, right? So, And I need uh, the Storm Collectibles figure comes out next month, oh, I believe. Okay, okay. Um, and yeah, then it's just like nitpicking and hunting old stuff. Obviously, I have a fucking shopping cart up full in Zen Market right now that even has... <laughs> Um, I finally got managed to get the uh, Real Bout 2 Gamist Mook for a reasonable price. Oh, dang. Um, okay, okay. And this is going to be my semi-regular Zen Market <laughs> uh, plug because I love those guys and they're awesome and they keep fulfilling all of my money spending collecting needs because I'm an idiot. Um, and also, don't forget, the, the yen is at an all-time low right now. So if you're an American, <laughs> now's the time to blow money. And we have a landing page on Zen Market's uh, uh, website here, so you know. Which you can uh, totally use and, and get get some extra, an extra few bucks towards your orders and everything, which is a good idea. But yeah, no, the the yen is compared to the dollar. The yen is at an all time low. It's like a hundred and sixty or something to the dollar now. It's brutal. Yeah, I'm gonna type in the thing into the chat, Tiny Euro. Zen synchronize here like that. That should be the site. That yeah, that should be the market right there. Because I typed fun. that in and I got the right one. So yeah. Uh, um, so yeah. Yep, so use our use our affiliate code and do cool things. But seriously, like if you want to buy some stuff from Japan, now is the time to do it because the yen is weaker. Also, like, okay, look, I'm just gonna like just tell y'all right now. Um, there are some figures for My Hero Academia that me and Kitty were looking at. Um, the Mirko, the bunny girl, she got a figure finally from a, one of the Kujis at like 7-Eleven. Oh, okay. On eBay, that shit is like 80 to 100 bucks a pop. Uh-huh. We picked up 
uh, one on Zen Market that had the figure and like five other prizes from the Kuji for grand total, like 35 bucks. <laughs> there you go. You don't have to buy foreign products from Japan on eBay if you know about Zen Market. So buy it from, buy it from like Yahoo Japan auctions and pay the shipping yourself. And it's going to be cheaper than buying half of that shit from resellers on American eBay. Yeah. So there you go. So, okay. So with that in mind of buying more crap you don't need, I'm excited to show you the most on-brand synchronized item I think I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> okay, first and foremost, shout out to Felicimo because she's the one who found this and promptly sent it to me and James. Yeah. And like, I'm not gonna. I don't want to describe it. I don't want to say anything. I just want you to bring up the video and send it over. And this is the most synchronized thing I have ever seen. All right. Good metal slug. Yeah. And what do we have here? And it's complicated too! Dude, a metal slug transformer. Oh so, man! So it is officially licensed SMK merch. It is not an official Transformers transformer. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That is a changing robot. That's a fucking transformer. And next to the to the my the mech next my. To the mech my yeah. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. Uh, that that look. They did it for us, okay? They they did the SNK Transformers crossover for us. So there you go. <laughs> so uh, and I'm not gonna lie, I really would like to have that. Yeah, um, I'm gonna I, have to look for this on Zen Market, you know what I mean? Just to see I mean again, it's not out yet, but its MSRP is about eighty bucks. Okay, okay. Uh, I'm really debating it. I want it. I probably shouldn't justify it, but Fuck, that's cool. I'm just surprised at like how how complex the transformation is, right? They didn't skip out on that. It could have been real like it's really easy to make lazy transformers, but like it is definitely not a lazy transformer at all. That's a good question. How big is it? I mean, if I mean, I think he's like like average Megatron Optimus Prime size. I mean, if we're judging from this over here, and yeah. assuming that these are, you know, both the same size, because you see the background right there, so didn't change. Probably, like, untransformed, like, in, in tank mode, it's probably a good six, seven inches. Yeah, because this was about as tall as the PSP was, about, like, a little yeah. more than halfway, like, maybe 60% of the height there, because you can see it yeah. zoom out a little here. Yeah, see, it's about, like, 60% of the, well, maybe even so 50%. If you check the description of the video, they actually have the website link. Oh, okay. You can okay, check okay. all the technical details and have like some of the other photos. 
Okay. Ah, uh, here we go. Mm. And then production photos and stuff like that. So yeah, currently eighty bucks. You might like. Here's our video. More and videos. Then showing up to like earlier photos. <laughs> it's also very posable too. He's so rad. Oh man. Just trying to find all the the the, the details on it oh, right actually, now. Actually, wait, wait, go back, go back. I do like their fake Transformers logo here too, as well. You know, it's yeah, like it's like it's like a distributor and fan site. So yeah. uh, go back up a little bit, like two or three, because they have the person holding. The oh tank. yeah, yeah, yeah. That okay. gives you a little bit better idea. So he actually might be a little smaller than that. But not unreasonably so. Yeah, I mean, transformed. I mean, that looks pretty decent size, to be honest. Yeah. So if I scroll all the way to it, there's a lot of pictures. Holy oh, crap. there's the prototypes from like uh, Wonderfest or something. Yeah, I'm trying to see. So it looks like this person maybe got like an early one or something like that. But I'm trying to see if there's any description uh, of how. Uh, just just search for CM. CM. I like centimeters. Oh, okay. Uh, nope, doesn't look like there's anything on there for that. So I don't think there's any sort of height information uh, right now. But it is definitely, uh, you could definitely buy it now, it looks like. So does that mean it's out now? It might have uh, actually been released. It might have just released. I think it actually just released like this week or something. Yeah, maybe. okay, okay. But there you go, Transformer. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> free shipping for us oh free shipping to united states check that out okay also definitely look into that so yeah i mean again like i don't know if i can swing 80 bucks right now but yeah ah, it's so cool <laughs> it's just you gotta wonder who's who was the one who was just like you know what we need to turn the metal slug tank into a transformer. Like who, who, who thought of that besides me, you know, like I mean, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I'm just really glad that there are people out there scooping up these licenses and doing cool shit with them. Yeah. Like, like I'm not even mad about that. Like robot ninja Mai because that's something different. Like I'm the, the, the Gundam Mai, you mean? <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm totally fine with that. Like that's a different take. All right, cool. You want to get a metal slug figure? I right, sweet hell yeah! I always want a metal slug. It's a transformer. Oh! Now I, I did see that there was also a, a, a Athena statue that like. Yes. Yeah, so um, it just uh, I think it just went up for pre-order. It's about to go on pre-order. It's another one of the like big giant uh, SNK heroines Athena. Um, it does the, do the thing that we've griped a little bit about where the face doesn't look anything like the character. It's just more of a woman cosplaying it. Right, right, right. Mm -hmm. On the other hand, like, still a really cool statue. And obviously you could get it from our buddies at Spec Fiction <laughs> using our affiliate codes and links that we probably should share as well. Um, but yeah, like, that face does not look like Athena. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's just, it's a, it's I would just. Argue the chef does not either. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely looks like somebody else cosplaying as Athena for sure. Yeah. But it's a really pretty or, match. Or it's like it's Athena's mom or something, you know? <laughs> oh, man. You're for it. What that, is. That 
Is she standing uh, on a bunch of pancakes? I mean, what? Is- Giant pastry stack of some kind, yeah. Yeah, because those are different, like blueberries and stuff. So, <laughs> uh. yeah, okay. But so yeah, and I mean, I think that's all that's actually come out in the past few weeks that's really worth debating. Um, yeah, uh, the Mary Dolls neat. The Metal Slug Transformers fucking awesome. And that Athena is attractive, but I'm not sure it's Athena. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Because I always forget, how old is Athena supposed to be? Uh, and ranges anywhere from, like, 16 to, like, I think she might be allowed to be 22 now, but then probably got retconned back to 17. Right, because oh. that's always a tricky thing, right? Because obviously they go by years, but the characters don't really age Right. I mean, they, they used to a little bit. They they just ever since like the end of eleven, they've been hit with the Franklin Richards problem. Right. Where yeah. it's like now they're definitely not aging at all. Some of them are getting rebooted. You yeah. know, it, it's it's you know me and my brother because we used to draw comic strips all the time. Right. It's the comic strip problem. Right. That the characters never get any older, but they've lived enough storylines and stuff to, for like nine years worth of uh, adventures. But they just yeah. don't get any older. I mean, you had the rare ones, like for better or for worse, that actually did age the characters to the point where they got grew yeah. up and got married and had their own kids and stuff. Or, but you know, like Spider-Man used to. Oh, right. Until Spider-Man the went from high school to college graduate to married and college professor and all this. He so, never had like, a kid, though, right? Like him and MJ never. We're not having that conversation. That's a very complicated question. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> yep, and then um, one more yeah, day happened. No, Marvel used to actually be really good about this. And, and I forget, they, uh, on one more day, they retconned him back into high school or college or just the young newspaper guy. I don't remember what they retconned him okay. back to, but he, uh, what, what, all that mattered is that they got rid of him being married to MJ yeah. and getting rid of, to, to get rid of uh, Aunt May's death. Right, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Which but, nobody wanted. By the I, way, though, oh my God, did you see the news about someone who may be cast as someone in MCU? Well, I saw the Thunderbolt Ross replacement, but that's probably not it's the just, one. It's cool. It's cool. But oh, are you talking about the the, the Mephisto, the Mephisto yeah, the one? <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> the best jokes have been one more day jokes. Uh, I want you to bring back Aunt May. What is your price? Your wife. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Jeez. Oh my god. Oh, but so I mean <laughs> Yeah, I mean the, the the one more day thing. I mean, did they kill Aunt May to facilitate one more day or was that someone afterwards doing that? I don't know if it was a correlation or causation, but right. it all came down to it's Joe Casada's fault. Right. Because it was what? After Civil War, you know, he was on the side of registering. So then they knew who he was. And, and then he Kingpin. Was he was a flip flopper. Oh, he was. <laughs> he was a flip flopper. 
Okay, but eventually he registered, people found out, Kingpin killed Aunt May, he goes makes the deal with Mephisto, and then everything resets, and now no one ages anymore, basically, right? Oh, it, it, that shit, the, the no aging was way before that. Oh, okay, okay, got That's it. That's why I referenced Franklin Richards, it's an ongoing theory in the Marvel Universe that uh, everyone and all their canon and aging, all that shit mattered until the day Franklin Richards was born. Because Franklin Richards has reality manipulation powers, and it's the only way that they can make sense of the fact that suddenly everyone stopped aging in Marvel, and all continuity <laughs> went to shit. <laughs> oh, man. It's like, I mean, literally, like, you have the points, you know, after that and everything. You want to talk about comics and people having, like, nine years of adventures and whatever and not aging. Wolverine was on, like, ten teams at the same time. <laughs> Wolverine was literally like on the Avengers and uh, X Force and both X Men teams and still another team. Like, right. it's like, probably like some Avenger teams and like other. Yeah, because uh, he literally was an Avenger and both X Men teams and and oh, that's right. No, and then he was in his own solo comic, and then he was still a regular in like two or three other comics. There is literally not enough time in the day for Wolverine to exist during those years. <laughs> One more day and many more Wolverines. <laughs> the, the, the greatest line ever to come out of Deadpool's mouth before before he turned into the fourth wall breaker that we know now where he's kind of nuts. Right. Deadpool had this great line where uh, we're going to try to rip his healing factor out of him to save someone's life. And he's like, really? You need me? Can't you just take two Wolverines and call me in the morning? <laughs> Nice. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know if he was in Alpha Flight at the time, but he might have been. But, yeah. No. Um, but that was just basically at the height of Wolverine popularity, so he was in everything, right? Well, and then, like, all the downturn, too. This was, like, most of the 90s and part of the early 2000s. Yeah. Is there... Yeah. Uh, do people... A lot of people credit the X-Men cartoon for adding to Wolverine's popularity or probably I mean they okay. should and he just put an extra spotlight on him but I mean Wolverine was already popular and cool by then anyway that's why like he had his solo NES game before the cartoon started oh dang okay. definitely the okay. cool guy if you were reading comics but the cartoon <laughs> definitely would have like made him more mainstream right right oh man freaking Wolverine dude ugh People didn't like Cyclops. <laughs> yeah, the low, gruff voice of Wolverine definitely came from the cartoon, yeah. Yeah, well, because also, don't forget, in Pride of the X-Men, before that, he just sounded Australian. Oh, really? He just he just sounded Australian, huh? What's <laughs> a Canadian accent? I don't know. You, you're wearing a hat. He just sounded Australian. <laughs> I mean... Makes sense, right? Isn't Hugh Jackman Australian, right? So maybe that's why they... <laughs> and then you get uh, one of his other voice actors who was like an Australian cowboy. <laughs> I guess Wolverine is, you know, secretly Australian this whole time. If you ever meet Scott McNeil, you're just like, are you an Australian cowboy? And he might say yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. 
Yeah, that's true. He was also in Japan for a while and all that. Dude, Wolverine was there. That should, you know, that would be the old. Because remember, like, I know, like, the Spider-Verse stuff went insane and just kind of created that whole thing where there's, like, you know, there has to be a Spider-Man in every multiverse. And there was, like, the the spider, the, the master web that, that they had to protect and all this other stuff. And, you know, maybe that's that's they need to do that with Wolverine now and actually prove that, you know, someone's like, wait a minute, Wolverine couldn't possibly have been in all these situations at the same time. And then someone uncovers the truth that there's like five Wolverines on Earth. (laughs) No, the thing is that it's more likely than you think, because the current comics Wolverine isn't even the Wolverine we grew up with. Who is he now? Don't worry about it. We'll have that conversation later. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) Enough about pizza cutter ass characters. All edge and no point. Let's go, Bob. All right. (laughs) Unacceptable. Uh, Oh, man. Drill Claw. That's all I remember because in Children of the Atom, Drill Claw, after he bounced off of you, he was he could just fully block and do moves and stuff. So yeah, you know, he was you, totally safe, you know. But every character was broken in that game. Only biggest problem is that Wolverine's super was one of the best and everyone could alpha counter with their super. And so Wolverine was absolutely terrifying. So oh, it's man. a busted ass game. Good times. Yo, Children of the Atom was so broken. Oh my god. People had no idea how broken that game was, dude. Even though there's one super meter, I had a combo that I could do like five Berserker Barrages with Wolverine in one combo because if he hit the wall, he stopped and the Berserker Barrage actually drained the super meter with each swipe. So that's how it drained the whole thing. So he would go one, two, stop, and he wouldn't drain the whole thing. Then you can go strong, 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 berserker barrage, dash up, strong, 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 berserker barrage, and like you could just keep going crazy, dude. Sabretooth was not in Children of the Atom, Razzalicious, so there is a. So yeah, Weapon X is a really cool super. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was. I feel like Weapon X, I always, that and Charging Star always felt like Capcom's first real, like, Rambu supers. No, I guess Darkness Illusion would count as that. Final Justice. Final Justice, yeah, yeah, yeah. uh But actually, now that I think about it, that's definitely Darkness Illusion. Darkness Illusion is their first Rambu super. Not only is it the first Rambu, but it's also the first use of the Raging Demon input. Yep, Mm -hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, before Alpha. That's right, that's right. Um... What, wait, I mean, SNK had the Rambo Super before Morrigan's, right? Or was did Morrigan come? Could be, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. Like, just part of fighting existed. Yeah, exactly, um, exactly. I think actually Fatal Fury 2 would still qualify, maybe okay. otherwise. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Art of Fighting 1 and Fatal Fury 2, I think, both like, beat mm. that by a while. Yeah. But the Raging Demon input, and it being Capcom's first Rambo, probably is Darkness Illusion. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what I figured. So it was the first time we've seen something like that. And I always appreciated the fact that in CVS2, it triggers when you parry the first hit just so you can try parrying the whole thing. Because it could have just been parry, bounce off. But they're like, we know you want to... We know you want to try. (laughs) Yeah, and then they were like, by the way, some of these are lows. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. All right, I think we should uh, we should wrap it up. Then. All right, sounds good, sounds good. But uh, 
Uh, yeah. Let's hope. Uh, let's hope we get a balance patch soon for KOF 15. That's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say because we definitely need to nerf some Cronin. Even if they don't buff the Sam Show team right away, like if they just came out with a patch that only nerfed Cronin, I think we would be happy. No, top five. Top five. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. So, what should we close out on today? I think. Uh. <sighs> I kind of want to be selfish and do the character select music from King of Fighters Maximum Impact Regulation A because it was not one of the songs added at the Max Impact playlist. Uh, so King of Fighter, I say KOF Maximum Impact Character Select is what you I want picked. the Regulation A one, which is like a something come on. Regulate. Oh wait, wait! I think I see that. Ah, the usual come on, right? Is it? Oh, that's an ad. Hang on a second. Hang on. Hang on. Unless you want to hear the ad for the cold sore bandages here. Oh, man. Different one? Okay. Uh, a persistent come on. That's the one. There you go. <laughs> All right. See you guys next time. Peace out.